This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. Who are you? Who identity in Christ? This morning, Rose, who are here for service, like us to open up our Bibles again to the book of Ephesians, chapter 1. Thank you. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Who am I? Who are you? Who are you? Said a man that does not know his identity in Christ Jesus will die in nonentity. So if you do not know your identity, in Christ Jesus you will die in an entity also if you do not know who you are in Christ the entire life and destiny will be in crisis you don't know who you are one of the things that the enemy uses to deceive us confusing confuses our identity it shows us a picture of who we are not and allows also people uses tongues of people tongues of your teachers tongues of your neighbors tongues of your parents God forbid tongues of your leaders to cast an image so you can embrace the identity that does not belong to you. Tongues of your friends. Who are you? Who are you? Who am I? In Christ Jesus. That is why if you are here and not born again, you don't know him, you are not in Christ. Honestly, I don't feel a pity but mercy for you. Anyone who is here and has not given his life to Christ, feel mercy for that person. Feel compassion for that person. Not pity, not anger, but compassion. Because a life in Christ is a life that can never be compared to any the disparity between you being in Christ and outside of Christ is so wide it can never be compared and the unfortunate thing is this there is no meeting place When a man is in Christ, he becomes a new creature. 
old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. A man who is in Christ is not a refurbished man. Is not a reformed man. We can take um, the chair which you've used for long and then take it to the carpenter or the furniture home and put new leather on it and make it look good. It looks new but it's not new. A man in Christ is not a reformed or refurbished or reorganized man. It's a new creature. New. Something new. New. If you bought a car from the car shop and you put the key, you paid for it and you just drove it around and then you brought it back that same day to be sold it has become a second hand car it has become a used car even if it were used for 10 minutes 20 minutes when you go abroad you want to buy a car you pay you go with the car when you come back after one day even that same day and say oh sorry I've changed my mind they can't take it up from you anymore is regarded as a used car, even though it might look very clean. When you bring it up, say, oh, he has bought a brand new car. It's not a brand new car. When a man is in Christ, it's a new creature. New. So you need to know who you are in Christ. Who am I? What is my identity in him? Because your identity knowing your identity in Christ will determine your destiny. Knowing your identity in Christ will determine your destiny. Book of Ephesians from chapter 3 chapter 1 from verse 3 2 it says, Blessed be God who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. According as he has chosen us in him that we should be holy and without blame before him in love having predestinated us unto the adoptions of sons or children according to the good pleasure of his will to the praise of the glory of his grace wherein he has made us to be accepted in the beloved in whom we have redemption through his blood even the forgiveness of sin according to the riches of his grace, wherein he has abounded towards us in world wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which has proposed in himself, that in the fullness of dispensation of times, he might bring all things together in Christ, both things which are in heaven and on earth, even as one in him, in whom thou hast obtained an inheritance being predestinated according to the counsel of him 
who worketh all things after the good counsel of his will for the praise of the glory of all who first trusted in whom ye trusted when ye heard the word of faith even the gospel of your salvation in whom ye believed after ye believed ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession then Paul went ahead and told the Ephesians something which are going to pray into your life this morning he wanted them to know who they were in Christ Jesus as every believer ought to know in him changes the entire equation of your life in him in him in him in him in him blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in him so in Christ you are blessed don't let any person tell you that you are cursed no in Christ you are blessed in him changes the whole equation in him in him in him in Christ Jesus so in him you are blessed and you see this blessing is a blessing that cannot be changed by man why because where he has blessed you is in the heavenly places it's a place that is far above principality far above powers far above dominion far above might far above any name that is named now and that in the world which is to come it's a place that when God blesses you even if anyone tries if Satan tries if the president tries if principality tries to reach the place it's impossible it's a place where the blessings have become irrevocable. Why? It's in the heavenly places where no man can touch. So he said, I have blessed him and he remained blessed. That is how God sees you. That is who you are in Christ Jesus. So in Christ Jesus, you are blessed. I say in Christ Jesus, you are blessed. Because again, say in Christ Jesus, my God, we could go through all in Him, in Christ, in Christ. So in Christ, I am blessed. In Christ, I am predestined. In Christ, I am accepted in the beloved. I'm not rejected. Let no one tell you that you are rejected. For in Christ, you are accepted. In Christ, I'm adopted. Hallelujah. In Christ, I have an inheritance. In Christ, I am redeemed need any other thing for you to be redeemed he paid the price in Christ I am forgiven in Christ I am sealed with the Holy Ghost of promise which is the down payment is something that happens to me now that guarantees that my future is secure that is it in Christ in Christ in Christ in Christ in Christ I am dignified in Christ I am honored in Christ, I am beautiful. 
in Christ, in Christ, in Christ, in Him. This is who you are in him. And Paul wanted Ephesians Christian to know this. He says, since the day I heard of your faith in Christ, just like you and I, and then your love towards all the saints, I cease not to pray for you giving thanks on your behalf to God and making mention of you in my prayers that God will give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him the eyes of your understanding be enlightened that he might know what is the hope of your calling what is the riches of his glory of his inheritance in the saints what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards you Towards you who believe according to that mighty power, that powerful power which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him in the heavenly places far above principalities and powers. Far above dominion. Far above might. And any name that is named now. In this world. And that which is to come. He says he has put all things under his feet. And made him to be the head over all. Even his body to the church. The fullness of him. Can I have it on the screen please? The fullness of him. That filleth all in all. The fullness of him that filleth all in all. This is who you are in Christ. This is what the word of God says. Hallelujah. You can see yourself there. Hallelujah. There's a mighty power that God causes to flow to you. That same power that was in action when he raised Christ from the dead. When he raised Christ from the dead. And then we zero in on adoptions of sons that you are a star. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I'm a star. Say, I'm a star. Say, I'm a star. So he has made you a star. In the precious name of Jesus. It's made you a star. Hallelujah. 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 Do you know the relationship between you and Christ? Ephesians chapter 2. From verse 10. 11, 12. Bringing souls into glory has made the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. And verse 11 says, For both he that sanctified 
and they who are sanctified are all of one. For which cause it's not a shame to call them brethren, saying, I will declare my name unto my brethren in the midst of the church. I will sing praises unto thee. Hallelujah. 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 Romans chapter 8 from verse 29. To whom it did foreknow, these he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his dear son that he might be the firstborn amongst many brethren. So he is the first born amongst many brethren. Hallelujah. Small listen right now. It's my big brother from the same parents. That is what he's saying there. That is what he's saying there. It's not a shame to call them brethren for he that sanctified and them who are sanctified they have all become one. Therefore it's not a shame to call them brethren. Hallelujah. To whom he did foreknow these he also did predestined to be conformed to the image of his dear son that he might be the firstborn amongst many brethren. To whom he predestined these he also called. To whom he called these he also justified. To whom he justified these he also glorified. What more can we say to this? If God be for us who can be against you? So is the firstborn amongst many brethren. In fact, the church which you belong to. I'm not talking about denomination right now. I'm talking about the church of Jesus Christ is known as the firstborn church. He said, we have come unto Mount Zion, the city of living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to a numerical company of angels, to the church of the firstborn, registered in heaven, to God the judge of all, and the spirit of just men made perfect to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than the blood of Abel. So, if he is a star, I'm also a star. In fact, this is how God considered it, that he was the first to be quickened from the dead. The Bible says, and you also are sick quickened from the dead. So, it's the first one so to speak, to be born again. So if I'm born again and it's a star, he paid the price for me. I ought to be a star. But much more than that, he has not only made you a star, but he has made you a giant star. That is why he says, nay, in all these things, in all these things, we are more we are more than conquerors through him through Christ through Christ through Christ through Christ you are more 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 he conquered sickness he conquered death he conquered Satan my God he picked the keys of hell and death. Oh, King of glory. Oh, my God. He triumphed over them openly. Angels saw it. Demons saw it. Everyone saw it. He was in the hidden victory. It was not a covert victory. 
He was not a seeking victory. He was a victory that was open to all. What more can we say? He conquered. He conquered. So he can make you more than a conqueror. I am more than a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. He conquered the fear of death. You ought not to fear death anymore. You ought not to be diseased anymore. Your life ought not to be ugly anymore. He conquered so he can make you who you are. Who you are. Who you are. Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? Who am I, Lord? The Bible says, There shall come forth a star from Jacob that shall strike Moab. Jesus Christ, speaking of himself in the book of Revelation, he said, I am, I am the bright and the morning star. So if he's a star, oh, as he is, so we are in this world. That is what the word of God says. As he is, so we are. As he is, so we are. Let somebody take it in, I beg you. This is who you are. There shall rise a star from Jacob and a scepter. Shebalaski Bredoski Salatia. Worship his holy name. Let somebody just worship him. Worship, worship. If you are here, you have not given your life to Christ, you are a sinner. 
Yes, you are. That is what the Bible calls you. I'm a believer. I'm a son. My prayer is not an abomination unto him. When I fall into sin, God forbid, I come again to him, not as a sinner, but as a son. When I fall, I do not fall out of grace, I fall inside grace. He seed is in me. I do not want to see. No. Because the grace of God makes me run away from sin. Not to embrace sin. Devil have told many lies. Many lies. And say it's a time of grace. You can do whatever you want to do. It's a lie. That is not who you are. The grace of God that has appeared unto all teaches us that we should run and forsake unrighteousness. That is grace. Hallelujah. Sin shall no longer have dominion over me. Why? Because I'm not under the law. I'm under grace. big star by his suffering so that you and I can be called into glory I reject everything that man has told me that is not of God I reject everything that the church has told me that is not of God I reject everything that my teachers my friends have told me that is not of God I am Two things we said is that 
Every star is meant to rule the night. He said he make the stars to rule the moon and the stars to rule the night. You rule over darkness. In the precious name of Jesus. You don't run away from darkness. You rule over darkness in the precious name of Jesus. Listen, it is not in the thickness of the darkness, but in the presence of light. That is what makes the difference in the intensity and the presence of light. I rule over darkness. Satan can't rule over you. In the precious name of Jesus. The perfume we said. Just trying to summarize. I'll stop here. Every star has the power to attract. When Jesus was born, his star shone. It attracted two kinds of people. It attracted two categories of people. It attracted two kinds of spirits. Number one is the spirit of Herod. So where is the star? Please show me where he is. At what time did you see the star appear? He inquired from the wise men. So I can go and worship him. But he was lying. He wanted to kill the star. Every star is attracted to a killer of star. Because if you are a rising star in your home, in your family, in your neighborhood, it threatens the spirit of Herod. Some of you are a threat. We have seen people who are victims of the repercussion of threats. Number two, it attracts wise men. People who will come and celebrate you. People who will come to give you gifts. People who will come and jubilate with you. People who come and support you, not attack you. So a star commands this kind of people. And then finally we said, every star has a responsibility to cooperate with the grace of God to protect his stardom. Have a responsibility. God showed Joseph in the dream. And then he appeared to him and said, Hurry! Take the young child. Take him to Egypt. For Herod wants to kill him. So, immediately he took the young child, Jesus. Imagine, they took it, they were hiding the king of kings. Can you imagine this? Took him to Egypt. When he got to Egypt, after a while, God came again and announced to them, said, the people who sought the life of 
the baby are dead, you can go back. Just imagine if they did not obey, that star will have died. We have a responsibility. I pray in the precious name of Jesus that you will rise and set. If you had one that God is talking about, go ahead and say a very big amen. Let someone lift up his hands and say in the precious name of Jesus, say, Father, my star shall rise and set. Lift up your voice and pray. Find that prayer. Lift up your voice and pray. Go ahead and pray. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website www.rccgthroneroom.org You are highly lifted, highly favored. Thank you.